1: We're recording this on Sunday night, and uh, I I don't know about you, Pierce, but I, frankly, am drinking a beer to calm my nerves, because Mm -hmm. uh, I know we both just watched what turned out to be a very tense football game. Um, Yeah. You know, and then also, still to sort of celebrate uh, the ass-whipping that our, our Virginia Cavaliers men's basketball team put on the hated North Carolina Tar Heels yesterday,
0: yeah, I don't uh, I I honestly don't know how much we can say it's it's like at least home games for UVA against UNC they've won the last 5. So I feel a little weird being like, yeah, we beat them, but I still feel good about it.
1: I mean, I I think we should I think we should feel a little good about it. Uh it was, it was a good it was a good win, but that's that's not why we're here. Uh mm-hmm. we're here to uh to To deal with a subject that has has been the topic of a lot of, uh, I'll say it's been the topic of more than a few think pieces over the last few years in the music industry. Why don't you Why don't you tee this one up?
0: Well, I I was actually gonna, you know, you mentioned this this big football game today, which you watched. You as a Saints fan, they were playing the Panthers. Yes. Um, there's another southeastern football game tomorrow and it's uh alabama and uh georgia in yes. the national championship game and it's in atlanta so just we're, we're continuing to go into this this southeastern theme um and they're making a really big deal about the halftime show for the first time and the halftime show is being performed by kendrick lamar which oh, the nice. closest thing I can think about with these halftime shows is the Super Bowl halftime show, and yes. in the past, and, and it always is such a big deal. And you mentioned think pieces; I haven't necessarily read any, but I, with this this run up for Kendrick performing, and and also Justin Timberlake is going to be at the Super Bowl this year, which is a, a big deal. We we know what the I guess the last time he performed, but these are big key performances that all different layers of the public are seeing the the tv viewing audience and a lot of times the expectation for these is they are going to be rock stars (laughs) and it had me thinking along with some bigger quote-unquote shows that i've seen recently i'm like wait who who is a rock star anymore um I it's think a an very easy good one speaking of the Super Bowl halftime show is you two and they released an album recently and that made me think I wait, are they rock stars?
1: I well, I'll answer that question first. Absolutely not. Not okay. not even close. Yeah. Um so uh I'm sure we just we just killed all of our uh our forty five to fifty four listenership. Um but I,
0: I, I don't I don't really have <laughs> that much to say about U two because of my age, honestly, except to say I've been to Joshua Tree National Park and it's very it's very cool and awesome, yeah. but that, that awesome. I didn't really say anything about U two when I said that.
1: <laughs> I don't know, I had a I had a U two phase. Um But it's it's over. they so so the I think the important thing to to get out of the way up top is that, you know, a rock star is a very specific thing. Think about movie stars. There's a difference between people who star in movies, yeah, and movie stars. Yes. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya starred in Get Out. Leonardo DiCaprio is a fucking movie star. Yeah. Um, and and I think the same I think the same thing is true here. Although there are there are different factors to, to consider for the idea of rock stars, um, namely that uh, for the first time, so so we'll go we'll actually go with some data this this time. This is not something typical for wow. us. Wow! Um, according to Nielsen Music, uh, twenty seventeen was the first year in history that rock was surpassed as the biggest genre of music in the US in terms of total consumption. So well, I, yeah, go ahead. So the idea of a rock star is a little tough when rock music isn't the dominant genre in the culture. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think I think it's important that with the exception of some some aging rock stars who are are clinging to their sort of previous designation i mean think about the fact that the rolling stones are still performing music are still releasing new or releasing new music in the 2010s bruce springsteen doing the same thing yeah um there are not a lot of rock stars coming out of the world of rock music and we saw spoon recently and and you know I, I think that they were a fantastic band they starred in a movie they weren't movie stars
0: yes um well I, and <clears throat> i i think that even even when you say rock it's as as w- went over with kind of the grammy nominations as they talk about rock music and who's nominated for rock music it's so contrived anyways what counts as rock i mean that designation is there are so many different uh, avenues to go with it you're talking about indie or you talking about punk and, and what kind of indie are you talking about and that even in the, it's calling something indie rock itself is, is so difficult because there's a big difference between spoon and girl pool, for for instance, well, and, in,
1: and both of those things, like both of those modes, are also are still sort of antithetical to the idea of rock star because they're yeah. not like neither of those things. Like indie rock, by its nature, isn't the dominant cultural force. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think one of the things we should say is that the the term rock star has you know for the for the purposes of answering this question, the term rock star has kind of been flipped on its head. I mean, we've got uh you know, one of the most popular songs in America in two thousand seventeen was called Rockstar. Um no, not the version by Nickelback that I am ashamed to admit that I enjoyed Wait, at one point. I, in I, don't mid- if one, <laughs> I don't know the
0: way I don't I haven't listened to the other one either, honestly. Uh
1: well it's a song by uh by post Malone who I have a lot of problems with for a variety of reasons but he number one
0: should be maybe maybe the worst hair ever
1: it's it's high on the list it's high on the list of my problems with Post Malone but uh, you know there's something kind of catchy about the song but he sings you know the theme of the song is essentially feeling like it's feeling like a rock star but the idea i think the idea at work is that the new rock stars are not you know musicians who sling a guitar on stage and strut around with sure. like Mick Jagger it's rappers
0: yeah um, well uh, yeah and the the thing about the term rock star it, it, the rock is the not important part uh, honestly it's it's sure. the star part it's the difference between a movie actor and a movie star the star part is So important. actually
1: I, I, I differ a little bit because I think I think it's still important because there's also we still have pop stars as well.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I think that pop is is different like it can not not say anything negative of the of the really talented pop stars and everything, but there's something different in I think the mechanization mechanations that go into becoming a a rock star or you know fill in the blank like i built this band from from nothing to to this now we are stars kind of thing
1: can i can i throw out what i think is maybe uh, it's certainly a, a reductive and kind of stereotypical way to think about rock star and pop star but that might almost be useful in thinking about what what that difference is I think someone who were trying to paint this with an overly broad brush would say uh, rock stars are the people who are living the life of a star and making the music that's popular with young men. And pop stars are the people who are living the life of stars and making music that's popular with young women.
0: See, I don't even know if, if that's right. What I think of it more as is... And I think this happens with pop stars, so I have to be careful. But uh, I, I think rock stars have only existed for, honestly, like 60 years. Basically, since, since the Beatles. And there was this ability to follow them in magazines and on TV to an extent and on the radio. I mean, definitely on TV. That was the big deal. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what it's appealing to is not so much men or women, though uh, I think depending on, it, it could change from artist to artist but it is this it, it's just this, it's honestly just this added fascination with their lives and I think a lot of rock stars too, it is younger people and an interest in adulthood and a lot of times I think historically with, with this this sexuality that you're dealing with whatever whatever form it takes and kind of relates to this band and, and their life and what it does to yours Um, so I, I mean, really the rock star thing is the whole, the whole lifestyle. And you mentioned earlier, you know, maybe it's rappers. I think, I think Jay-Z is a rock star in many ways. Like he was one of the first that came to my mind when, when I was thinking about this, because he is someone who is appealing to, uh, I mean, men and women and his, I mean, his latest album was in a lot of ways about his life. And that's something that, that, you know, people are interested in. Not just his music, but his life as well.
1: So I—that's a fair point, and, and that's probably a better definition than than mine. I, I was not—I was not trying to say that that's how I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I agree that Jay Z is a rock star. I think Jay Z is a cultural icon, but I frankly I think he's been doing it too long. He's yeah. basically in Rolling Stones territory. He's he's holding on and 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 i'll say that i haven't listened to 444 yet so i can't you know i'm i'm not gonna say you know that 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 album was good or bad i think it was received very well and and may have been you know kind of a nice comeback for him but i think that i think that the youthful energy is a huge part of what defines a rock star? I mean, I think. Um, let, me, let me see if I can browse through some Spotify charts and whatnot. Like,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes. See if that has
1: anything he, useful to tell me. I don't. I'm not yeah, sure it does.
0: I mean, you can say like they've been at it for a while and everything, but I, th- as as we're discussing this, what comes to mind for me uh, is kind of a. Comparison is these people are the anchors at the mall. I mean, when malls existed, because they really don't anymore. These are Macy's and uh, Lord and Taylor and and stuff like that. And you're interested, it's oh, you know, they redid this, or it's the big Macy's sale, or or even uh, what was the their performance this year. You don't really care about Claire's or Annie Anne's or Journeys within the mall. Like, that's not as big a deal. Like, they're not the anchors. Like, they can have a metaphor. good quarter or whatever. But I think that it's, you know, these anchors, how are they doing? Even if even if they're a little aged, they have, they're have your way in to, to other things.
1: Well, first, I'd like to applaud you for winning our 45 to 54 uh, listenership back with the <laughs> back. Lord and Taylor reference. Um uh so I think I'm gonna throw out throw out a hot a hot thought if if I can. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder if our biggest
0: rock star right now is Drake. Um oh that's that's a I think that's a good one. Um the the problem I have is is honestly is with the pop versus rock star thing, and okay. and what I'm really saying is is the appeal of a pop star is different than the appeal of a non pop artist. Uh, I, I think Drake is a really good example, but I also think of Beyonce, and uh, I think Beyonce has more when she puts something out, it's more seismic than than Drake, definitely, but. Is she, a, is she an R&B star? Is she a pop star? Um, because I, I do think that there's something different about pop music. I mean, I, th- I also think of Justin Bieber. He's clearly a pop star. I don't think of him in the same way with the music he's making. I'm sure it's fine, but there's another level to the stuff Beyonce and her people are crafting, or Drake and, and his people are crafting, that I... Maybe unfairly give more credence to and put them in that rock star category. They are making music that is thoughtful and gets a reaction. And then there's also the following of, oh, what is that saying about their lives? they're They're artists. They really are. And maybe I'm being unfair again, but pop stars are more manufactured in what they're doing,
1: ok. so so maybe I, I'm starting to come more and more around to a thought that, whether one is or is not a rock star is kind of tangentially tangentially related to the music. So as I, as I redirect from Drake, um, I think about sort of the group of young, young rappers, people, uh, people like 21 Savage and, and Kodak Black who kind of got famous you know, in, in no small part, thanks to SoundCloud. And these are the people who are, so these are the people who are, are living sort of the, they're living the debauched lifestyle of rock stars, but they're also, they're making music that's unquestionably theirs. Sure. Even if it's not the most popular thing in the world. And And there's a lot of, there's a lot of attitude to it that's, you know you can't box me into this one thing you know if we think back a few years i think the whole odd future group were rock stars
0: well the part you're missing with that with 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 the, these different folks and um yeah i can't think of a good analog that's in kind of the rock umbrella in this moment but The thing about when you say rock star to me, I'm imagining sold-out shows in large venues, uh, which is a thing that, you know, 21 21 Savage is not going to sell out your your local basketball arena necessarily, or he's not going to sell out a whole tour full of them. Uh,
1: Okay, that's fine. We've overlooked. the,
0: The other thing I would add to it is not only do they sell out that arena and people are crazy about that, but people are also crazy about who they leave with in the limo afterwards. I, I think that is well, then that is only, the total package with rock stars. Then there's
1: only one answer. There's only one acceptable answer, and there's only been one for the last 10 years. Kanye West. Kanye West <laughs> is, uh, yeah. is, is our biggest rock star. I mean, he's sold out shows around the entire world. I mean, whose who's relationship life has been more in the spotlight than Kanye's other than a few people, in, including his wife, Kim Kardashian.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, I would I would say that... I would say that Beyonce hits a lot of the same notes, and Drake does to an extent, too. Um, but Beyonce has... Uh, I mean, just an incredible ability to control her image. And part of Kanye's image, maybe on the other end of the spectrum, is to have an uncontrollable image. Uh, I think and- that's a
1: big part of it. And, and that's why I think Kanye is a, more of a rock star than Beyonce. I think Beyonce, music-wise, is more of a rock star than Drake. I think music-wise, Drake is trying very hard to be a pop star. Mm-hmm. Um
0: but we're very interested in who Drake is dating and, and I happen to know are, now that there is a a a not a love triangle, but a, a, a love linking <laughs> of Laura doing? Dern and Common and Serena Williams to Drake. So they're they're very close. It's they're essentially family, I learned this week, which is fascinating. But I know that about them and I couldn't tell you God what was on Laura more life. I didn't listen to it. I didn't either.
1: Um God bless 2017-18 Laura Dern. This is an incredible
0: season for her. I'm, I, You know, I, we'll get to my unifying theory on Laura Dern at a different time, but I'm no, a huge really fan, really. huge fan. Because I
1: feel like we could do a whole episode on that. I would yeah. love to do that. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, I think the other thing, and I think the thing that musically separates Kanye in this question of who is or isn't a rock star now is that... He has taken bigger musical leaps than basically anyone. You know, Drake gets a lot of credit for making rap music sound a certain way. But Drake really drew a huge amount of his inspiration from 808s and Heartbreak. Yeah. Um, You know, Kanye started with... You know, a very familiar rap blueprint, lots of soul samples, um, you know, and, and he did that. It carried him through college dropout and late registration. Graduation, which is, I think, is a relatively polarizing album in terms of how people perceived it. Is you know, took things in a different direction that got amplified on... Actually, no, 808s and Heartbreak was a whole nother left turn. I mean, and then, I mean, Yeezus... Jesus is probably the most. I don't know. Is it crazy to say that Jesus is the most polarizing album that's come out in our lifetime?
0: I uh, uh, it's it's hard for me to track that because because also Life of Pablo was pretty polarizing. But that's that but, speaks to the but rock star for a different but for a different reason. Yeah,
1: Life of Pablo was I think was polarizing from the question mostly of is this good or not. That's not what I mean. I mean polarizing because it was this whole different thing. You couldn't possibly have expected Yeezus from Kanye West based on his prior output. And he took this big, bold leap into something that personally I didn't like. Um, I, I did not like that album at all. But a lot of people loved it you know, either because or alongside the fact that it was such a big departure from what they were used to with Kanye. I mean, I think that I think that's the kind of thing that rock stars do is that they can can reinvent themselves and and sort of switch things up, and still maintain a, a truly immense level of popularity.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that, and also with. I mean, one thing I consider with this is I have consciously not listened to Kanye for over, over a year now. Um, and the fact that I can have an opinion on him such to be like, I'm not going to listen to him. That kind of speaks to the the power that he has as, as someone who's such a such a force that you can be like, well, I'm going to I'm going to somehow stem the tide because it's so great. It's not like. Oh, I'm not gonna listen to to Girlpool this month to mention someone again. That's that's comparatively easy, but to ignore Kanye for, for so long, he's he's everywhere. And and I think to your point too where they can change directions. The great thing about Rockstars too is is they can when they change directions, they get a reaction because there are enough people that's, that have an opinion about them. They have they have followers. I mean, they really do and not in the way of like Instagram or Twitter. It's like, no, there's, especially in the past, there were magazines, you know, zine culture dedicated to groups or this or that. And, uh, you know, E, I don't know what's on E! News anymore, but like that's, you know, there's, <laughs> there's a, there is Did a following. Before? People are interested in having Kanye updates. They don't really care about, You know, they don't even care about Bonnie Bear updates. Like, they don't care what Justin (laughs) Vernon is doing, but I care what,
1: I care where Kanye
0: is vacationing.
1: Right. Yeah. I think, I think this is the answer. I think we're there. Um, but I will say so, you know, to, to cling, I mean, I love rock music. I I really do. Um, if I can cling to, to that old, old definition, um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Gideon Nathan, who is a, a writer for Deadspin, wrote a, a piece in <coughs> in November uh, called King Cruel Will Be the Last Rockstar <laughs> in the Universe. Um, and it was sort of a fascinating thing to read. Uh, King Cruel is this bizarre, uh, rail thin red haired Brit. So
0: he's, he's the actually good at music ginger from the UK. How about that? Nailed it.
1: Um, (laughs) who, you know, is a rapper as well. His name is Archie Marshall. Um, but he, he also has this persona King cruel and he's got this bizarre deep voice. Um, But he put out an album last year called The Ooze that had a lot of the um, big, bold, musical leap stuff that I think we've talked about with Kanye. I mean, there's a lot of of horns, a lot of uh, jazz chords. Uh, Apparently, he plays live with multiple saxophones. Yeah. But it it was this kind of awesome, grimy album that, you know, I dug. It was not something I would have expected that I liked. Um, He he describes him as a simmering little Tilda Swinton, which is kind of amazing. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just I'm just imagining uh, him because uh, I rewatched it recently. The Michael Clayton scene where she's she's sweating basically in a bathroom. imagine him doing that. He he basically looks I've like that, but it. with red hair. Oh, Michael Clayton's a, a wonderful film. Um, George Clooney, uh, you know, tonight's the Golden Globes. George Clooney, probably his best role ever. It's unfortunate, but I think that was wow. 2007, and There Will Be Blood came out that year, so he, he had no that shot. was.
1: That was a great year for movies. The uh The Ringer did a, an episode on on that No Country for mm-hmm. Old Men, one best picture which I saw and I really loved. Oh, um, did Oh, I did that come up the same year as There Will Be Blood. That's Oh, that's Yes, wild. that was that year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. so uh <clears throat> I think I think in celebration I'll I'll maybe I'll use a King Cruel song as our in and out music this yeah. week. Well, um, and
0: yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I, I think that we, I guess we've answered the question. I've, I feel yeah, like we have. I mean, just, but part of it, part of it comes down to the, the wonder and awe at them. Mention, like, you know, I think of what is their life? What are they doing? Who are they dating? What parties are they going to? You know, is their new album? What are they really saying? But also, it's going to the show. And I'm, and this is something I talked to you about. I talked to a lot of people about. But in the same week, I went to the new, you know, I guess, the basic, bi- biggest dedicated music venue in DC now is the anthem. And I went there and in the same week, I saw St. Vincent and I saw Bonnie Iver. And I'll start with Bonnie Iver, who is, it's the name of Justin Vernon. And I say Justin Vernon, because when I went, it was Bonnie Iver, but it was Justin Vernon by himself. And all he had was his, I'm not entirely sure what the machine is, but to, to do some of the dubbing and different things he does. Uh, he, and then he had a stand-up piano and his guitar and it was all within like you know a dining room size space if even that large and he's you know he would between songs he would kind of ramble and um you know he's in a flannel kind of thing and and just pants and whatever he looks like a dude and early in the week when i saw saint vincent it was a tightly choreographed show with bright colors and amazing costumes and and specific steps that she'd take and the way the curtain would open and and the breaks and the people who would bring stuff out for her were also in costume. That is someone who is much more in the rock star thing and to an extent who Annie Clark dates is very interesting because a lot of them are, you know, Kristen Stewart and then Carrie, Cara Delevingne. Uh, she is... In the rock star vein. Maybe she doesn't have as many people following. But I just saw two artists in the same week that are really big but embrace this thing in another way. So I would just say, like, honestly, for me, maybe the thing with is it a rock star, is it a movie star, I am in awe of them at all times.
1: That's – yeah, I think that's a good place to leave because really I think the best answer we gave, even better than Kanye West is our biggest rock star, is – uh, an answer that we didn't explicitly say, but that should have been clear to you from listening to this, which is no one has any clue what the fuck any of this means.
0: Yeah. Because we're not a monoculture <laughs> anymore and you you have SoundCloud and Bandcamp and you you can do either or both. It's just so right. hard.
1: Before we before we close on this topic, I, I'll say that it, it, it reminds me of a um a stand up bit by a name Brian Posehn who uh, was railing, he's like a metalhead, but he was railing against the idea of the phrase, party like a rock star. And his point was, which rock star? I don't
0: think want to party like Connor Oberst, I know that. It's
1: very bad form to try to parrot stand-up bits, but uh, what essentially what he was saying was, uh, if your rock star of choice is Bon Scott from ACDC, bring a spotter, uh, that doesn't end well. Um, and if you want to party, like say Marilyn Manson, have a good time at your weird graveyard party, but I won't be coming. Um, the spotter
0: comment is really ironic given Marilyn Manson's recent injury.
1: Yeah. Well, so, you know, figure out what rockstar means to you in your life and, uh, you know, whatever it does, just don't party like any of them. Uh, they're, they're professionals. They're they're trained, and it still sometimes doesn't go well for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you can have this conversation better than we can, which is not unlikely, uh, come check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, until then, it is time once again for Pierce is sorry. And what are you apologizing for this week?
0: So, uh, tonight, as we're recording this. Um, is the Golden Globe. so it's it's award season, and uh, you know there are a number of films that people kind of like this year. I don't think there's a front runner, but one that came out at a weird time for to be up now because it was honestly a year ago is Get Out, which I know you saw and liked. Yes. I believe I liked it. I enjoyed. I, I've only feel. encountered one person that didn't explicitly like it, but that's neither here nor there.
1: Was that person white?
0: Huh? Was that person white? Uh yeah yeah I don't know that that's important but yeah uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm yeah, pretty it,
1: sure it is uh
0: I don't that's anyways um so I saw that movie with with someone and um you know we departed after seeing the movie and we were texting after that evening because it was you know a later showing and they indicated that they were that they were frightened by the movie. And I, f- I thought it was really funny, but this person was genuinely frightened. And I thought, oh, you know, I should think of a way to, to make them feel better. So this week, I'm apologizing. I'm Allison Williams, who's wonderful in the movie and seems like a cool person in general. Allison Williams is also famous for being on Girls. And there's a particular scene, I believe it's the first episode of a, 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 like the fifth season of Girls or something like that, where she has a, an intimate encounter over a kitchen sink with her significant other. You know, <laughs> love is love and love is good. Um, so I, I mentioned to the, the person, I said, you know, you shouldn't be scared because in my mind it was hard watching the movie not to think of Allison Williams in that circumstance, in that position to, to say what it was. <laughs> and this person was not familiar with that. And so I decided to send them a a gift no, of of no that. You didn't. Um Oh, that's So bad. so no no no. That's not what's bad and that's not what I'm apologizing for. Oh for God's sake. I'm apolog, I'm apologizing because you know, it didn't necessarily have to go to that, but I used a term of art which I thought was good and actually wasn't and caused confusion. So I'm apologizing for this week using the term butt snorkeler that's what i described <laughs> <laughs> i was like i just i just imagined uh you know alice and williams getting butt snorkeled in the movie and so that's how you should not be scared so while i'm <laughs> well i think that was a good term for what it was i <laughs> i don't think pro- it is i don't think i should i don't think i should have used that to try to calm the person after the movie so I Agreed. apologize for, for valuing words in a way that is sometimes not valuable for all.
1: That, no, that last sentence made no sense at all. You just apologize for using the term butt snorkeling. That's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I did. I apologize for that. <laughs> I, I think, uh. it, I think it caused more problems than it solved. Oh God.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Um, i had to recover from that
0: but uh, a great a great gift to send to people like just randomly i would i would recommend that yeah um
1: so to close the show with a big idea from pop culture we uh we talked a few weeks ago about how uh season 3 of Mr. Robot was a show that took some odd steps in season 2 really really regaining uh it's mojo and, and hitting its stride in season three. Um, mm. I agree 100%. Uh, it was fantastic. But once I finished it, I needed a new show. And yeah. uh, I- I'm, I'm here to shout out two things this week uh, that are very, very different. And one I know you know about, uh, Mindhunter. Uh, yeah. Mindhunter is a Netflix series about uh, FBI agents in the 70s who are really sort of uh, the first people to research serial killers uh, and, and try to understand the psychology and, and, and do do profiling. And, and essentially, they are setting the table for the ultimate world that exists in the series Criminal Minds, which I liked until it's star-wigged out and kicked a writer or a PA or something on the set and got fired. Mm. Um speaking of rock star uh stuff. <laughs> that is that is rock star behavior. Um at, so Mindhunter is really good. I, I I watched the whole show. I watched all ten episodes in no more than two and a half days. Um I I watched a stunning amount of it today. <laughs> um but it was great. I, I really uh some some great performances um some really deeply unsettling stuff if you're into that um and and a lot of it is drawn from real life so there there you know these serial killer serial killer figures who are are actually real uh real people um so definitely would recommend mind hunter uh if you want something a tad lighter than that um I'm here I'm out here for The Good Place. It's an NBC show starring Kristen Bell um as uh someone who is in the afterlife and and you know trying to navigate her way through that uh and uh Ted Danson who plays the supernatural being that oversees her uh, her neighborhood in said afterlife. Um it's a great kind of upbeat, sunny show. It's got some good good sitcommy stuff. Uh, but it also has a fascinating... You know, it takes a fascinating turn. Um, NBC's done some weird stuff with it scheduling-wise where it's had some like, mid-season stops and starts. But we're in the midst of season two right now. It actually just came back this past week. So, uh, Mindhunter, if you like the dark... Good Place, if you like the light. Uh, there's a lot of good TV going on right now, guys.
0: I, I honestly don't know the difference between The Good Place and This Is Us. I, I just know that they're, they're a big deal. They're wildly and different. I, I know that they're different, but people talk about them in laudatory you ways, and I know lost, they're good.
1: You lost our, our 45 to 54 readership, uh, listenership
0: again. I, I mean, I just... I, By unintentionally putting spot. down, this is. I, I'm thing. complaining about. I'm we're complaining about not knowing what rock stars are, and part <laughs> of the problem is I don't know what's on the the big three or big four channels, whatever you want to call it. That's why there are any rock stars because we don't have this one place we can go to for everything. So right. I'm part of the problem. I recognize that. That's why I apologize for shit every week. I should
1: so. I should apologize to my to my parents who Thanksgiving 2016 were so eager to. Uh, to show me an episode of this is us, but I'd had, like I had had, I guess I had some flight delays or, no, I had a really early flight. Um, mm-hmm. and they were like, sitting down to watch this episode of this is us on the DVR at like 9:30 PM. <laughs> and I was just wiped out and I fell asleep. Um, and, and I think they were, I think they were a little offended. Um, so mom and dad, uh, a year and change later, uh, I'll, I'll say again, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean anything by it. I was just really
0: exhausted um, it, it could have been worse. You could have fallen appreciate- asleep during the first five minutes of master of none, which is something I did. Mm. So
1: I appreciate you trying to share something that you liked with me. Oh, that's um, nice. and, and on that note, that is the end of the show. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at pretty. Okay. Pod, or drop us a line at it's pretty. Okay. At gmail.com. If you want to let us know what you think, if you've got, um, ideas for future show topics, we, we can always use those. Um, you can get this and every episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast at our home on the web at www.prettyokaypod.com. We've got a new music piece from Ian dropping this week. Um, or you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can get our feed on iTunes or um, really most other places that you listen to podcasts. Um, if you do that, please do us a favor Uh, leave a review, leave a rating, uh, comment, something like that. Or just find a friend who you think might be into what we do and uh, tell them about us. We will be back again next week, as always, to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye.